You're listening to Amazing Advertising, the podcast dedicated to advertising mascots, slogans, and jingles. My name is Lyle Perez, and I'm going to help bring back memories from your childhood. Let me tell you something about my parents. They are cheap. I mean real cheap. When I was growing up, name brand items rarely existed in my house. If you can remember from my earlier shows, I had to settle for the cereal in bag instead of a box. The same went with pretty much anything. Canned food was all off-brand, paper towels off-brand, toilet paper, itchy off-brand, and so on. Now that I'm older and have my own money, I shell out the extra few bucks to get the name brand of things. I get brownie paper towels, cereal in boxes, I even get Duracell batteries. During Christmas, I hated getting gifts that needed batteries. Those things were like gold in my house. If you needed a battery for something, you had to settle for the off-brand stuff that usually would drain its life in a matter of minutes. I hated those days. I used to have a mountain of toys that I couldn't play with because there were no batteries. When I was in late elementary school or maybe early middle school, I had no room. Well, I kinda did have a room. This is how my old house was laid out. We had two bedrooms when the house was bought in like, I think the 80s. My dad made a few additions and we ended up with two living rooms a laundry room, and an extra bedroom. My parents had the master bedroom, my sister had the middle room, and my older brother, the one who threw away all of my stuff from the Halloween bag, had the newly created spare room. My mom put a twin bed in the laundry room, and that's where I was. I spent many nights listening to that damn dryer when I was trying to sleep. I can still hear it ringing in my ears. I don't mind the room much. I had no privacy because to get to my brother's room, you had to walk into my bedroom or the laundry room, whatever you want to call it. For a little while, my bedroom was the living room too. I hated that. Everyone would be in there all the time and they took over my TV. But anyway, back to my point before I forget. I had a mountain of useless toys in my room. I would get to watch TV by myself on occasion, and usually I'd see commercials with this dang pink bunny taunting me about batteries. I hated that bunny, because it would keep going and going while my toys laid lifeless on the ground. I got back at that bunny though. When I finally started buying my own batteries, I got Duracells, just to spite that bunny who kept going and going. In reality, when I look back at those commercials, it makes me smile. Today, I'll be talking about the Energizer Bunny. I'll talk about its history, the commercials, the controversies, and my daughter Callie wants to come on and share a dream that she had with the Energizer Bunny. 
have a good show for you today, so sit back, relax, and enjoy the memories. Is the Energizer just another battery? Is the Indy 500 just another race? The Energizer from EverReady Technology. Of all leading brands, nothing outlasts, nothing outperforms the Energizer. EverReady made sure. Your photo flash, calculator, toy, they'll tell you. Energize me. The Energizer. Energize. For life. Long life. For some reason, I love the audio on that last commercial. That commercial was from the 80s, and we all know how much I favor those commercials. The Energizer Company has its roots way back in 1896. They were first known as the American Electrical Novelty and Manufacturing Company, and owned by Conrad Herbert. On January 10, 1899, the company obtained a patent for David Missile's new invention. It was an early electrical device that was powered using D batteries. It was basically a very simple flashlight. This was their start, and it catapulted them to business success. In 1905, the company changed names to the American EverReady Company, which sold batteries and flashlights. Sounds like my kind of store. My son Callan and I, we both have this strange fascination with flashlights. Here's where things get interesting. In 1957, three employees invented a long-lasting alkaline battery, but the company didn't market this new invention the way they could have, and ended up losing big market shares to their rival, Duracell. The name Energizer wasn't used for their battery until 1968. The battery was known as EverReady Alkaline Energizer. Things went on and in 1986, the company changed names again to EverReady Battery Company. At this time, Energizer, along with EverReady Batteries, held 52% of the market. Also around this time, the company decided to change the name of their battery to just Energizer. And that's what we know it to this day. The company was so proud of their new battery that they wanted to find the perfect way to market it. They enlisted the help of DDB Chicago Advertising, and they went on to invent the Energizer Bunny. Don't be fooled by commercials where one battery company's toy outlasts the others. The fact is, Energizer was never invited to their playoffs because nothing outlasts the Energizer. They keep going and going Stop the bunny, please. and going and go. The painting, Renoir. The vase, Ming. And the wine, Chateau Marmoset. When only the best. Like we said, nothing outlasts the Energizer. They keep going and going and going and going and going. Mmm. I love the sound of the rain. And I love the taste of your fresh fruit coffee. Oh, thanks, but it's not fresh fruit. It's new Treka. Still going. Nothing outlasts the Energizer. They keep going, and going, and going. The Energizer Bunny was first introduced in 1989. The way they did it was pretty funny. The commercial I just played for you is one of the first Energizer Bunny commercials. The Energizer Bunny was created as a parody to Duracell's Bunny mascot. 
and in the commercials, we see a lot of battery-operated bunnies playing drums. As time goes on, they start to die until one is left playing. The Energizer Bunny comes into view and pretty much takes over the entire screen. He walks off and continues going. They stop the commercial and play something else like it's a different commercial. But the bunny interrupts as the voiceover guy says, it keeps going and going and going and going. There's a few different commercials that are very similar to this. I wonder if the Energizer Bunny commercials going on today is supposed to be the same bunny from the original commercial. The Duracell Bunny is no longer in American TV, but can still be seen in Europe and Australia. I guess the Energizer Bunny won the battle. Let's talk about his appearance for a bit. He's a pink bunny who has sunglasses on, wears flip-flops, carries around a bass drum with the Energizer logo on it. He's a pretty cool looking rabbit. Sticking out of his right thigh is a visible D battery. Check out these commercials of the bunny in action. What is thy bidding, my master? There is a great disturbance in the force. It is battery. It's only the power of the dark side. Absolutely nothing lasts longer. <laughs> Keeps on going, eh? We'll see. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Long-lasting Energizer batteries keep going and going. That last one was pretty creepy. It features like this mad scientist who's trying to trap the bunny using a sexy robotic female rabbit. It doesn't work out well for him since he runs out of juice. He should have used an Energizer battery. A lot of these commercials feature the bunny interrupting regular commercials. While I was watching some of these, they totally got me. I thought I was watching something else when out of nowhere, the bunny comes wandering in. Check these out. When I first started losing my hair, I panicked. Then I heard about new Grozan, and now my hair is thicker than ever. Still going. Long-lasting Energizer batteries keep going and going and now available for the first time, the complete recordings of Olga Montero and her magic harp, including such classics as Still Going, Nothing Outlasts the Energizer. They keep going and going. Still Going, 
Nothing outlasts the Energizer. They keep going and going. When I played football, I crunched quarterbacks. But now I crunch these, JB's pigskins. The new pork rind still going. Nothing outlasts the Energizer. They keep going and going. That last commercial featured Lyle Alzado. I bring this up because it's very rare to come across another Lyle. Lyle Alzaro was an American football player, in case you were wondering. The bunny's design was created by DDB Chicago, and they hired all effects to do all the special effects in the commercials. They were also responsible for constructing the first Energizer bunny we see in commercials. It is a remote-controlled bunny on wheels. That kind of ruins the lore for me. I thought it was an actual bunny who kept going and going. Before I go into another commercial, my daughter Callie has been begging me to do the Energizer Bunny. She wanted to share this dream she had of it. She kept calling him her nemesis. When she told me that, I had to get her on the show so she can tell you guys why. Enjoy. Hello everybody, my name is Callie and I want to share a story about the Energizer Bunny, which is my worst nightmare. One day I was staying at someone's house since we couldn't f- couldn't find our own house. So then I saw the Energizer Bunny. I was playing with it one day. Then I went to bed. I was going to the bathroom. It was right there staring at me with a freaky eye in its glare. So every time I looked at it, someone was dead to me. So... Now, I had to escape the house. I did, but then I had to go stay somewhere, and it was hard to do. That's my story. Wow, Callie, that was very insightful. I'm sorry the Energizer Bunny scared you. He used to mock me all the time, so maybe we'll get back at him someday. The Energizer Bunny is still around, and I saw a few newer commercials featuring him not too long ago. I think, like, yesterday. I saw commercials. In September of 2016, Energizer Holdings switched to Camp and King as their advertising agency. Along with this change, they did a small redesign to the bunny, who is thinner and has more facial expressions. He looks CGI, which makes me very sad. Here's a video I found where Camp and King explain what they did to the bunny. Energizer came to Camping King at a critical time. Battery use is on the decline and Energizer was slipping behind their competition. The brand had been more focused on product launches and claims at the expense of the most powerful asset they have, the Energizer Bunny. So we got to work updating the Bunny's look for the 21st century. He's still pink, still fuzzy, but we gave him a lot more swagger. We brought the bunny to more homes and screens than ever, across all communication platforms at unprecedented levels for the brand. The resulting work was a drum beating, 
ear-flopping, tail-twitching celebration of the fuzziest icon in the business. The bunny took over screens everywhere. We put him on social media, in print, and out of home. Since our campaign launched, Energizer's sales are up 13.6%, and their market share has gone up 2.7 points. And next year, he'll be on new platforms like Snapchat. The bunny is back, and he's bigger, better, and bunnier than ever. I keep saying this time and time again. Companies don't know how much power these advertising mascots have. I remember seeing the Energizer Bunny everywhere in the 90s. Non-stop commercials, merchandise everywhere, and people talking about him at parties. The 2000s rolled around and it was silence. When I started Amazing Advertising a couple years ago in 2015, I had completely forgotten all about the Energizer Bunny. When I finally saw a picture of him a year or so ago, I started thinking that I had forgot all about him. Then he started popping up in commercials again, and this new advertising agency seems to be taking him further. Sales are up, and I'm sure they'll keep growing. I will never understand the companies that do away with mascots because they get too big. Use that as an advantage. Come on, CEOs. People will always remember the mascot and they will buy the product because of it. Trust me, Little Caesars isn't the best pizza in the world, I'll be the first to admit that, but I go just to see the mascot. I buy brawny paper towels because of the brawny man. I even have stock in Kellogg's because of the Kellogg rooster. I really enjoyed this case study I just played, and I hope you did too. Now let's get back to some more Energizer Bunny commercials. To prove that Energizer lasts over 30% longer than Duracell in these palm-top computers. Here's Energizer attorney James Madden. Lie, counselor. And it's bedtime for Bunny! Now, do you have any overdue library books? Uh, no comment. Okay. Which battery lasts over 30% longer in these computers? Energizer. Someday, Bunny. Energizer batteries keep going and going. Last six starts struck out twelve. Be back in a couple hours. Negotiation stalled when committed. Ooh, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Honey, Father Doyle stopped by to see how you're doing. Father Doyle. Should have used Energizer. They keep going and going and... The Energizer Bunny was pretty big. 
1991, Energizer Holdings tried to sue Adolf Coors Company because they claimed that Coors created a parody of the Energizer Bunny. Comedian Leslie Nielsen was featured in the advertisement where he banged a drum while wearing rabbit ears. The voiceover guy said, it keeps growing and growing. The court sided with Coors, saying that Mr. Nielsen was a human and not a toy. Furthermore, he did not run on batteries, so the two advertisements were different. I kind of want to hate Energizer a little bit because of this. Really? Suing over something like that? Yikes. I wonder if I'm going to get sued now for talking bad about the bunny. I better stop and play some commercials. Five hours in a balloon, how romantic. Five hours? What about my diarrhea? Don't worry, honey. I brought the Fermatine. Still going. Nothing outlasts the Energizer. They keep going and going. Gee, honey, great bacon. <laughs> it's not bacon. Not bacon? That's right. 100% soy breakfast strips with no cholesterol. Still going. Nothing outlasts the Energizer battery. It keeps going and going. Coming this fall. They're tough. They're brave. They're street smart. And they're all women. They're hips. Why are you on my case all the time? Because you can get me killed, rookie. Motorcycle cops like this before. Still going. Nothing outlasts the Energizer battery. It keeps going and going. The campaign was a huge success. Just look at how many Energizer Bunny commercials I've played in this episode alone. There are a ton of them available. There's one thing that I do want to note though. And this is an example as to how dangerous it is to use someone else's idea against them. Remember how I said that the bunny was a parody of Duracell's bunny? Well, it turns out that despite the mascot being popular, Energizer sales dipped while the ads were running. Duracell claimed that 40% of their customers thought that the bunny was promoting Duracell. I find that very hard to believe. How can they even figure that out? Who knows, but that's what they're claiming. So let's move on to what does Lyle have? I have a few small things from the Energizer Bunny. I have a few plush dolls. One of them is still new in the package. I have a piggy bank and uh, a bunny bank, if you will. I also have a few magazine advertisements featuring the bunny as well. I think I might even have a keychain. And of course, I ended up buying some Energizer batteries, so now I have the packaging with the bunny on it. If you guys have anything, go ahead and go to the Facebook page and share it with me. I'd love to see what you got. One of America's most loved characters is back. And now save up to $8 on Disney's classic video, The Little Mermaid, when you buy three packs of Energizer batteries. So that's going to do it for this episode. If you'd like to view some of the commercials I played here today, go ahead and go to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash amazingadvertisingpodcast. Don't forget to give us a like. You can find me on Twitter at admascots. If you have a memory about an advertising mascot that you want to share, go ahead and record it and send it to me. You can send those to advertisingmascots at gmail.com. You could also send any comments, questions, or anything like that. If you want to support the show, you can do it a couple of different ways. 
you can go to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash amazingadvertising and you can uh, give us a monthly donation. And with that monthly donation, you could have episodes earlier, like this episode is going to be posted onto Patreon as soon as I'm done with it. And you don't have to wait until Monday when it's released. You can go ahead, go to there and listen to them. You can also uh, get bonus episodes. I think I posted a bonus episode of Mrs. Butterworth not too long ago, about a week ago. So if you want to listen to that, you got to go to our Patreon page. And I think it's only... I think it's $5 a month to get the bonus episodes and to get the shows extra early, I guess. So yeah, go to Patreon, patreon.com slash amazingadvertising and go ahead and give us a donation. All those go to help pay for hosting and uh, equipment, all that good stuff. So you could also go to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. Those always help. Amazing Advertising is part of the Throwback Network, so you can check them out at throwbacknetwork.net. You can go ahead and check out all of their cool shows and a lot of good retro stuff going on over there. So I will see you again next week, and thank you so much for listening. Have a good one.